We at it again. Yo, yo, yo. Episode <laughs> 43. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome back to your favorite late night show. Late night with Nate and Adrian. I'm your boy, Nate Galloway. Adrian Brandy Burke. Extra horn. Shout out to the No Sleep crew. Like and subscribe on all of your podcast platforms. Yo, Boogie. Yes, sir. We have just hit legendary status. Oh, have we? Told you. We are, you know, everyone's favorite late night podcast. Good shout out to all the Insomniacs out there tuning in, but we have reached legendary status. One of the homies hit me up. She was like, yo, Nate, you know, you and Adrian, I turn y'all on late at night after my kid goes to sleep and I'm doing my chores. You know, we help her get through her household chores. You know, people only put on legends when they clean the house. So we are now up there officially with the likes of legends such as like the Patty LaBelle's. We up there with Anita. The earth went in fires. So, you know, you should be happy. You should be happy, A.B. We are now legends. Shout out to her for actually wanting to do, well, doing chores, like, after you tend to your child. Like, how exhausting is that? Like, you did all you had to do, put your child to bed, and was like, okay, now I'm about to clean up the house. What the fuck? More chores. Yeah. (laughs) I I would never. I would never. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Definitely not. And the fact that we are such a uh, weed positive podcast, you're not getting a lot of chores done uh, listening to us. You're firing up uh, fat when you got your wine, you got some type of beverage. There's just not a lot of chores being done. So kudos to her. She probably smoking like a sativa. Or some some shit that's just making her just push through them chores. You're gonna have to. Yeah, you're gonna have to. That there's only a few times that I'll actually take an edible. And even if it's a Tiva, I gotta microdose that shit because I will be done for the day. <laughs> you will be chilling. I was like, for yeah. Sure. Like if I'm if I'm like about to do any type of chores, I'm just like, you know what? Probably best that I don't indulge in any type of, of smoking. Cause it's just not gonna happen. It's just not gonna get done. I'm gonna chill. I'm actually gonna order some food. I'm probably going to uh, smoke more weed, which means the chores I was supposed to do probably aren't gonna get done until like next week. Uh, just the whole weekend is just pretty much done. Let's just go ahead and just call it what it is. You know. I yeah. I especially when you plan on doing some shit like like yo, I'm gonna organize reorganize my closet. <laughs> And then you see the it's like it's like sometimes drugs be calling you. And now I understand. They do. Sir, I, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Let's let's preface this. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna let's say. preface this. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was gonna say certain drugs, uh yeah, okay. recreational drugs that are yes. healthy to the body that yes. doesn't affect you and have you out here uh sucking dick for <laughs> For, for right. that. We don't uh, dabble in those drugs that will have you uh, on the side of the highway doing, you know, some strange things. You know, y'all know what we're talking about. The booger sugar, you know, for some people, or for those that can't, you know, afford the booger sugar. The crack, you know, I'm talking about that. People still, they, they still be out here doing crack. So, you know, 
not that not that I'm like to me, I feel like if crack crack must be really good for people to Gotta still be. be doing it. Gotta be. You ever think that sometimes? Cause I'll be thinking like, yo, everybody knows the harmful um imp, uh, implications, the all all that comes with taking crack and heroin, and yeah. people still do it. They like, you know what? Just give me a little bit. <laughs> Fuck it. I just need a rock. Like at, at what point, like I really want to know, like, for people, like, what, what's the line? Like, what is the level of, man, this is going to fuck up as day. We just ain't going to do it. Like, I think I might actually go to crack. Like, I really want, like, what is it that puts you at that point where you're like, you know, this is it. This is it. I just need some crack. Like, what is that type of situation? I don't think we, I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I don't think we want to know, tell you the truth. Well, that's true. I, I don't want to know. And I, and I was going to say, like, we get fired from a job, but as a nigga who's been fired from several jobs, I ain't never been like, let me go get some crack. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't actually, I don't want to know what that, what that line is. But for all the children, actually, shouldn't be no children listening to this show. But um, for those who are out there listening, yeah, we, we, we only talking about the weed. We ain't talking about, you know, that hard stuff. I just want to really preface that. Only that's talking it. about the marijuana, and maybe, maybe a couple of them psychedelics, you know, maybe. We ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. But, you know, the other stuff, nah. I feel like every time I hear people talking about drugs, this is so real, but I think of (laughs) Kelly Clarkson, so what does it kill you makes you stronger, just a little taller. You think that's like the crackheads anthem? <laughs> hey, like, hey, nigga, you still here, bro? So it's, I need more crack. I just got to what they anthem because you know crackheads really they some strong, it's some strong ass people, man. Like crackheads be living out here. It's like niggas out here dying from like cancer, all t- niggas getting hit by cars. Crackheads though, it's like man, you've been a crackhead for like 30, 40 years, and you just out here still living. I mean, you look a little dusty, but you still look kind of young for a crackhead. Like, I hey just man, those are the those are the real daredevils. Those are the real yeah. daredevils. Tell you the <laughs> truth, crackheads for real. Like when you say daredevils, I didn't see crackheads. Like you know, you go to like a little barbecue, niggas just reach on the grill, no tongs, just be like, yeah, you know, I got this. Like you, you have no feeling left in your hands, or niggas that will pick up the grill and it's like you don't want no mitts, like. You just—they just, you, they you just don't got, feel that? They, yeah. They got this look in their eye. They just—they're just relentless. Determination. That's yeah, they—they they will go for anything. What you need, I got it. I go get it. You know what? If you you for real though, like if if there was ever someone to send out on like a mission at the party, it should be the crackhead. Because one, that nigga's gonna be efficient. He's gonna—I got the ice, I got the cups, I hit all your spots, and he's gonna bring your change back. Because one, he's gonna ask you for that change. He's gonna hope you're gonna give him a nice little tip, sweep around here and get his, his little crack rocks. So, you know, I mean, I'm not opposed to hiring crackheads to do certain tasks for you. You know, like how last week you had Task Rabbit that came mm-hmm. over. They should mm-hmm. have, like, you know, like something like that for crackheads. Not necessarily where you let them in your house because they're gonna steal your shit. They're gonna, like, put it together and then they're gonna sell it to someone else. But, like, you know, outdoor shit, like, hey, my manager cut my grass Hustlers. or something. The you know, hustlers, you know, shit like that, you know, or like you know, when it's when it's, as it's getting started to get cold outside, you know, just have a crackhead sit in your parking space. So it's like, look, my man, 
shovel no. the spot off, you Stop. know, hang out right here, and I'm going I'm to take care of you. Like, <laughs> you got a you gotta whole job all winter, my man. Just... This is your job sitting in the speak yeah speaking of speaking of colder uh temperature coming up i just purchased an um a space heater because i had one and i broke it i broke it man i don't care where you are when it's winter time a space heater because i tried to buy a, a blanket a warm heated blanket and they didn't okay. have they didn't they didn't have the one that i wanted it was some fake cheap one that literally only heated up one corner. But space heaters are life saving. Yeah. Yeah, for real. It's yeah. really, it really, it really is just one blanket. I, like all this central, central air, man. It. As much as I love the fact that it's one air, one thermostat that controls all the the temperatures in our our place, I need a little extra heat. When it comes yeah, to the winter just, time, just be turned up a little, little bit more. Huh? Man, I don't want to disrespect nobody else in this house, but I need it a little bit warmer in my air. But it's gonna be hot. Is what you're saying? I don't mean to disrespect your comfort level, Chief, but it's gonna be <laughs> on a solid 85 degrees in this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, real quick, you about to feel like the Bahamas in this corner, nigga. Okay. Y'all fucking windows gonna be in there sweating. <laughs> just gonna be crying like yo. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, hey, man, you got to keep it keep it warm and toasty. I mean, you, I mean, you know how the winters are, man. You don't you play around the wintertime, man. You got to dress in layers, man. You out there in Philly, too, so it's going to be interesting to see how that, that Philly weather's going to be. You might have to grow a beard or something you know, to protect yourself you know, on the wintertime. I mean, I'm a, I might have to grow a beard real quick and let it just all hang out just so I can protect the skin of mine because I, mean, I already that's know. You, that's how you uh, keep the keep the wind from uh, from fucking up your face, yo. Right. Uh, so what else has been going on, man? How's your, how's your week been? Week's been? Week's been pretty chill. I feel like... Um, we just been getting really great weather and I have to be grateful the fact that we are in September right now and um not a lot not everybody out in this country yeah. is a, has this this weather man it's been hot as hell and I've been appreciating it so nice to say that someone's getting some warmth because it, it ain't been that here in Chicago as you can see from uh my hat uh attire here my article of clothing uh it is beanie season the second day of fall and i have broken out the flannels you know i'm putting together <laughs> my new fall flannel lineup here about to be killing niggas with all new flannels this uh fall hey, season. i'm loving you know, i'm loving layers i love i love fall you get to layer up it's that's where the real fashions come out Man. and fall to me i feel like personally Oh, yeah, I feel like everyone's style man really goes up a notch in the fall. Like niggas' boots, like from the men <laughs> to the women, niggas be in boots, yo. Like we be stepping out, like just the sweaters, the turtlenecks. We be out here with the earth tones. Like we really be killing fall. I feel like, I mean, summer's cool. It's like yeah, you get to show off the body, but even you, for niggas, you like you yeah, don't work you get out, to show off your body. Yeah, it's, it's cool, you know, but all right, nigga, we get it. You ain't work out or the ones who did, but fall, 
everybody gets to start because it don't matter if you worked out or not. It's like, bro, that's a that's a dope ass cardigan, bro. Right, right. Like, hey, sister, I like them chinos. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody right. really be dressing. Plus, you know the leaves be changing. You know you get the apple cider. You know you get the apple donuts. The fall is football. College football is back. It's the best time. You know it's just the best. Like, it's just the best shit ever. You know I'm definitely loving it. But you know um, a little bit of sadness uh, that has happened um, amongst the uh, the community, the culture. Um, we lost two uh, two icons um, a couple of days ago. Um, we lost AJ Johnson. Um, you know, from Friday, he's done a lot of other things. I got the hookup, Babs. Um, I got the hookup too. Uh, you know, he passed away. Also, uh, Melvin Van Peebles, um, legend in his own Legendary, right, um, for sure. One of the goats, pioneers of like the black exploitation films. Um, Absolutely, author. Um, man's just done a lot. You know, so you can look up what he's done. He's lived several lives, for sure. For real, for real. Like, when I tell you the man is a legend, uh, a for real legend, um, in the game out here, so definitely condolences uh, to their families again. Man, it's a lot of sadness, man. We every, it's like every week, we just, we losing some type of black icons, man. I feel like it's a. I feel like it's a sign. Like, they like, hey, man, it's time to go. Let's get fuck up out of here. Man. Like, I don't know, like. Do they know they keep, them, keep them signs far, far away from me. Got a whole lot of living left to do. But again, you know, condolences to them. Uh, tipping, tipping, tipping the hat. Um, let's get into the tipping of the hat. I'm going to uh, tip my hat or beanie, as we'll say, it's beanie season, uh, to Michaela Cole. Um, I love the speech. It gave me chills, especially... I myself being um, a writer, creative, you know how we have our struggles. Um, the speech, it just really, really spoke to me. And she was the first, like the first uh, black woman to win uh, for writing for like a limited series. Uh, I think black person in general. So, I mean, that's just dope. Kudos um, to her. Um, a lot of funniness behind it, though. Uh, you know, Vincent Bryant. Um, he had made a comment where he was like, um, a lot of niggas going to disappear from Instagram. Still ain't going to do shit. And I was cracking up because, you know, in her speech, she was like, it's okay. You know, I'm like, basically go away and come back, you know. And he's right. There's going to be niggas who just going to be on these uh, these think tank missions, these hotel missions who ain't done a goddamn thing. Um, but anyways, enough about them niggas. It ain't about them. It's about Michaela Cole. So shout out uh, to her. Tip of my hat. Who you got? Who you tip your hat to? Hell yeah, shout out to her and everything that she's been doing. Um, the fact that she turned down Netflix $1 million, puny-ass money for not giving her the rights to her own fucking show. She was like, nah, I'm, I'm not going. I'm going to HBO. And and now That's she has the, an Emmy. You know what's crazy is these, these, uh, these studios that be passing on on folks ideas or things like how many people have been told no for stuff or because they couldn't see the vision and those shows go on to like just do to like uh like Issa she had like some first look deals and stuff and then look insecure with what that show's done not what she's doing production uh, Michaela here um they're talking about Atlanta people not getting uh the vision behind that and FX but so it's like Miss Pat, her show, for instance, like all the years she's had to wait. It's like, man, y'all gonna stop sleeping 
on folks. Y'all gonna buy in. You know, a lot of this is a lot of this is when you don't have enough, you know, people that look like you in these writers' rooms or in the, the yeah in the networks, yeah. To to really believe in, because I guarantee you, had there been at least one or maybe two more black faces, Michaela probably would still be she'd be at Netflix, you know. So it's just like yeah. I mean, but that's a L. That's L on Netflix. Keep it moving, for real? and congratulations for real? to her for sure. Um, my tip in my hat, my tip in my hat will go to none other than it's a it's a whole heap of people that came out over the last um, week. Um, if you can see the blind uh, woman is Karen Silva. I don't know exactly what she does. Karen Silva. Yeah, you gotta you gotta break this one down. She's a okay, so too. yeah, we we're all confused. So Karen Silva is um a brand ambassador, media maven, a whole she has a slash slash hyphen hyphen and everything that she does, but she pretty much okay. was a publicist and she I guess she has so many connections in the industry. She's been promoting, she's worked with so many people, Nicki Minaj, Nipsey Hussle, uh, uh, the list goes on. But what she, her, she's known for building connections and connecting okay. companies and biz- businesses with uh, personalities, uh, so like a artists. Yeah, she's the middleman. She's the broker. Okay. Um, and so a number of people came out First was Cameron, first was Meek, but nobody really took Dude. notice to it. But over the um, over the last week, Jessie Wu in the the gold, she is a comedian. She's on Love and okay. Hip Hop. She's she's a um, Instagram personality comedian or whatnot. Um, she came out and posted on her IG of screenshots of paper documentation, court documentation of a lawsuit that she that she put against Karen Silville because apparently she faked an event to get Jesse Wu's information and, and uh, tried to help Jesse Wu and gave and um, decided to charge her $20,000 for it. So she Jesse Wu paid 20 grand to try to get put on, to try to get on a platform, to try to get to events and get pushed in the media so her name can be exposed even more, blah, blah, blah. But Karen Civil pretty much faked her out. Yeah, that, that's quite the finder's fee. I'm giving you 20 Gs and you uh, you ain't doing your job. I don't have a problem with you. Right, so she faked an event to try to get her information so she can, so she can uh, uh, sue her. Right. So Jesse Wu won the court, won won the case. She put it on Instagram and now she's going after Karen Civil. She wants her money back for paying for yeah. lawyer fees for all this shit. And so it comes out. Jordan Lucas, who's in the green, he's a rapper, up and coming rapper. He came out and was like, Yo, I had sixty grand I gave you. I just had a yeah, child. And th- I gave you my last, the last, thinking that you would help me as a new artist at that time. And you pretty much took my money and ran. And then to come to find out, Karen Silva was on Clubhouse and she did 
Jason Lee dirty. <laughs> Jason Lee is the owner creator of Hollywood Unlock, a gossip blog. Okay. And apparently she paid a young ass 19 year old hacker to, <laughs> to hack into un uh, Hollywood Unlock and shut it down for the, uh, for like three, four months. And he Man. lost thousands of dollars. And yeah, the company, he lost bread. Oh, he lost bread, bread. And Jason Lee called Karen and she admitted it. And she eventually go on Clubhouse and admitted on there. So my tip in my hat off is literally to the little people, to the new artists at that time, decided to come out even though they didn't have enough pool, Karen Silva has been on pictures with Beyonce, Jay-Z, a whole bunch of big names. Jesse Wu, she's she's known, she's known to people that know her, but not really to the masses. And the fact that she came out and was like, yo, this was happened to me. I want a court case. I'm about to go in right now. And she decided to go publicly. And Jason Lee came out, Joyner Lucas came out, Meek Mill was like, I told y'all, Cameron, I told y'all, <laughs> DJ <laughs> Academics. I told y'all. She's dirty. <laughs> right. So shout, just shout out to people that literally. Hey, Amen. That, that literally so. usually, yeah, shout out to people that want to stand up for themselves in general. That's just, that's my tip of my head off. Shout, shout out to people that, that aren't afraid to lean into their fears and be stand up for themselves, so. I don't know the particulars. Yeah. I want to say allegedly on certain things, but it's not looking good. No, it sounds like a whole lot of uh, scamming type of activities going on here. Yeah. Uh, so I, I just be like, woo. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of foolishness. A lot of this is out of my pay grade. Because again, let me tell you, had I given you 20 yeah. bands, 60 bands, yeah. any type of bands, yeah. uh, I'd I'm be getting on my return. On yeah. investment or you running me my bands back right. like shit you ain't gotta talk just give me the money yeah. back turns out she like screwed over a haiti charity as well like it's a long list of people that came yeah. out and was like yo you fucked me over so it's a long long, long laundry list of uh just doing niggas dirty but you know who won't do you dirty uh hey. this next sponsor let's, let's get, get it back. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm just over here polishing up my black watch. A lot of y'all know I'm an avid collector of watches. I got at least nine of them things in my collection. And the one that I get the most compliments on has got to be my black watch. I got to tell y'all, black watches, they have really put a lot of time and detail into their product. I got to tell you, from the watch face all the way down to, to the band made of genuine leather. I know it's genuine, but I like seeing genuine. They really have outdone themselves. So, fellas, ladies, if you're looking to upgrade your watch style, definitely check out the good folks over there at Black Watches. They black-owned. You know you want to support a black-owned watch company. And because, you know, they rocking with the podcast, they, you know, hooked you guys up with a promo code. That's right, a promo code. They'll give you 20% off of your order when you head over to blackwatches.com. That's right, blackwatches.com, B-L-A-K, watches.com, and make sure you use that promo code late night WNA. Come on, support the Black Watches. Now back to the podcast. All righty. 
first topic of the day, DoorDash announces they plan to get into the alcohol delivery business. And my first thought is, where the fuck were y'all at during the goddamn <laughs> pandemic? Right at the beginning of the pandemic. Because let me tell you, this would have came in handy because Instacart was charging the shit out of people for those alcohol deliveries. Like, missed opportunity here, DoorDash. All the money that y'all missed out for all those people who were sitting here who couldn't go out to the grocery store or who didn't want to go through Instacart. Missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah, Instacart literally took over and got that lick on everybody with them added fees <laughs> and shit. Cause I was like, Man. God damn, why am I doing this right now? There's been a few times. There, there's definitely been a few times where I'm just like, in a way, hell, I should be paying this much money. But I also don't want to be out here with these floozies out here trying to get, trying to get this Rona. About time, DoorDash. About time. Granted, they yeah. trying to take over. They trying to take over the map because Grizzly. I use Grizzly yeah. maybe once or twice, and they got a nice little fee that I'm not really keen. I'm not really happy about. But about damn yeah. time, DoorDash. I'm about to use that uh that that damn door pass that door uh, door, uh what's it called the door pass the door dash pass. pass dash pass yeah I'm about to use the fuck out that but I'm also a little weary when it comes to it because 95 percent of my DoorDash orders are messed up like a man good I was just about to say that I was just about to say that so man if you can't bring me my two double cheeseburgers McFlurry and a medium fry without me missing one of my double cheeseburgers and half my fries, what makes you think I'm going to trust you to bring me my fifth? I, I just, I don't have a lot of faith in you. Because let's be real, if it's a certain type of bottle and maybe a certain type of driver, that ain't showing up. Casamigos, Henny, uh, any type of Remy, any type of drinks that the Blacks <sighs> like. It's not showing up if you have a black driver. It just, it just not. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. This is kind of, this is a little <laughs> bit sketchy to me because there's a lot of errors that can, that could definitely come yeah. to play for sure. So I'm, my questions are, how long did they test this, this <laughs> new beta, beta test, this new campaign of serving alcohol on DoorDash? Like how long? Because there's definitely been times where a lot of shit was missing on my yeah. DoorDash order. And I'm just like, how do you, what, are we not looking at orders anymore? Like, are we not confirming, confirming the stuff that we have here? Like, I feel like DoorDash was like, here go this nigga again, asking for another credit. And I just be going on there. I was like, yep. About to get your ass again. Right. Like, fuck this up. You fuck this up. This was cold. And I'm like, if y'all can't like bring the stuff cold, then y'all in the wrong goddamn business. You need to give these people like heated bags, whatever you need to do. Cause I was like, the whole point of it being convenient, hot and fast is the food getting here conveniently hot and fast. And I most mean, of the time calm down. This ain't this ain't this ain't Yeah, but this ain't uh uh, what's it called? Freaky Fast. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Jimmy saying. John. It's not Jimmy I'm, John. I don't blame the, the Dashers. I blame DoorDash. I don't blame the Dashers. It ain't their fault. It's DoorDash and the restaurants. That's the problem. And again, yeah, I agree. Okay. And, and what if it, what if it's a Friday night? 
What if what if what if you the last drive? What if you the last drop off uh, on someone's route? And like, oh, my man got a little henny. Appreciate you, chief. Put a little bit in my cup, and you know I, I give you the rest of your bottle. No, I went ahead and no. bust that bottle for you, my boy. You know, or something like that. You know, so, oh, you know I went ahead and let your wine breathe for a little bit. I took a little bit off the top again. You know, oh Merlot, love it. Great choice. Gonna pair well with the steak. You know, some shit like that. I would just, you know, I got so many questions. Also, are they gonna make? Are they gonna? How are they gonna sync these deliveries up? Can I go into the app like, you know what? I want to order like two bottles of wine, but I also want to order a pizza. Can they bring all my shit at one time? I think it'll be two. It'll definitely be two you know, people. One one person will bring the wine. One person horrible. will bring the pizza. Horrible. I mean, at this point, they're definitely gonna. You're gonna when you pick up your alcohol, you have to show your ID, of course. Cause there's been mo- there's been times oh, yeah. where I've ordered, I think I ordered a cider or something from somewhere. I was like, damn, I could order a cider from here, and then it was like, you got to bring <laughs> your ID down, and I was just like, really, you can't tell that I'm old enough? They got to take a picture of. That's me. the part that's annoying too. I was like, yeah, yeah. I, was, I live on such and such floor. Now I got to come down. Yeah. The whole point was to be convenient, but I mean, I get it. Because what if some kid has your yeah, phone? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand, but also they should look at some of them drinks. How many fucking kids do you know out here ordering fucking Chardonnay? It ain't that many of them. It's not that many of them. <laughs> the little kid, like, which wine really pairs well with? <laughs> like, oh, this shard goes very well with my fish sticks. You know, it's like, I, I mean, mean, good luck. It, yeah, for real though. Good luck. You know, I mean, it is gonna come in handy for them things. Where it's like, okay, you don't want to lead a party. Okay, it's definitely going to come in handy there. Oh yeah. And, I, and here's, you know, because I'm I'm a cool ass dude though. If it was some shit like a six pack, I'll definitely give you one of my one of my brews. I'm like, here you go, my man, or you know, young lady. Just don't open this up while you're driving, bro. You know, make sure you park, drink, and then go out here and do your thing. You know, I'm just saying, we don't drink and drive out here unless you park first, drink, and then you drive. That's all I'm saying. You know, we don't put down that. But I'm, I'm interested to see how they exact how they implement this exactly. So I I am too. Um, you know what's crazy? I think about it. I think about like missing one of my drinks. How do you even you know file that claim? I was like, yo, one of my one of my you know I had six, but I got five. You know, my man took off with one of my drinks. You know, yeah, I, I it's really a lot have. of it's a lot of gray area in this, and yeah. you you also have to understand these liquor stores have to approve, and they have to get on to the to the app and agree to be like, all right, these are the liabilities, blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? You know so, what else? How trusting are you? Let's say you order an expensive ass bottle of champagne. Let's say you order a top notch champagne. Let's say, uh, you know, Clico is one of my favorite. That's like fifty dollars a bottle. That's, yeah, that's that's some nice on the on the high point of expense. But let's take it higher than than the Clico. Let's say you spent two hundred dollars on a. You said bottle. Clico? I thought it was Clique. It might be Clico. It might be Clique. Clique. Clico. Tomato. Tomato. I, I mean, it's all good. Go ahead. No sleep crew. Let us know what is it. Is it Clique? Clico? Is it Porsche? Porsche? I don't know. Let oh, us God. know. Could <laughs> but I want to know, like, if it's like a two hundred dollars, how trusting are you? Because again, I know how some of these DoorDashers have, have, have think, 
But and you also have to. Uh, come on, man. You also you have to. Yeah, I I was about to think up. if you were paying like, like we've bought a we've purchased a, and notice how I say we've because uh, I ain't buying. Oh, yeah, two in the uh, household. Right. Uh, Ace of Spades, which is three fifty. This was a New Year's purchase, a New Year's birthday purchase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was New okay. Year's. Yeah, I figure. I figure. It was New Year's Ace of Spades, three fifty, real quick. They got a little casing within a case, and we bought it from a liquor store. I'm not sure if the liquor store owner, like, even though they see it on their app, they see that that somebody paid for it, and they see it on the Dasher driver. They're like showing the receipt. I don't (laughs) know. I don't know how confident I would be to release that ace of spade to a dasher for them to send it to the to the customer. I don't know about that. I don't know. Exactly. And and again, I don't want to profile anyone, but some of these these niggas (laughs) that be showing up, I be looking like, yo. I know you in your car, bro, and I, I'm I get it, but nigga, like it's I've seen some niggas get out the car, and I was like, there's not an ounce of fabric here. I was like, you've taken Kanye's visionary uh, from his fashionable. I don't know, I'm, you've taken Kanye's fashion, fashion, and taken it to a ten times worse than what he's done. There's so many holes in some of these niggas shit, and I was like, bro, you're going into McDonald's with that many holes. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, and you tr- I, entrust giving someone your bottle? Nah, come on, man. So no, to me, no, I feel like no, no. for the first deploy of this of this campaign, they're definitely doing like low bottom tier. Yeah, um, bottom yeah, shelf. Off. Ain't no way. I'm sorry. Ain't no way. This is yeah. this is definitely an absolute. Smirnoff, uh, Kettle One type. Jameson, of, ain't nobody, yeah, ain't nobody you know. missing this. If they, if they lose a bottle, break a bottle, like ain't nobody <laughs> crying. You out here buying like a hundred dollar bottle of tequila? You're going to be because again, how many times have you heard stories of DoorDash or people's food not showing up? And and you know what? And I know exactly what it is because niggas be like, you know what? Fuck DoorDash. I can go over here to Grubhub. I yep. go over to Uber Eats to get me a job, but you know what? I'm taking this nigga's cheesecake factory. I yep. have, I myself have had food. I was like, yo, he should have been here by now. You get yep. that text alert. Uh, there's something wrong. I'm with sorry. Your order. I am this so sorry. Canceled. Right. I'm I am like, so oh. sorry. We have to cancel. You your said order. he was on the way. Like he was on the way. How do you cancel my order when they're on the way? You know how? Because that nigga signed out for the night. He was like, hey, baby girl. He's like, hey, baby. You know I got dinner for the night. I don't know what it is, but some nigga got cheesecake factories. We eat good tonight. You know, that's literally what they be doing. Man. No. I just, I don't know. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, DoorDash. I guess we're going to, we're going to find out. We're going to find out uh, what happens. But uh, let's get into uh, this next ad. Yes, sir. Hey, y'all. We're going to take a quick pause from this episode to tell you about our next sponsor, Rose Vogue Styling. Let Rose Vogue Styling help you change the way you see yourself. Their mission is to empower you to build your confidence and look fly while doing it. Mm. They offer personal styling, shopping, and closet auditing. 
they need to come to my closet because it's a hot ass mess okay they also have an online boutique store full of pieces that will give your outfit life and have you looking right pieces like earrings that's what i have on now here right here necklaces purses rings just to name a few okay right now our subscribers our listeners our watchers you 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 can get 20 percent off when you use the code late night okay l-a-t-e-n-i-t-e -E -E. go on over to their ig it's rosevoke styling at rosevoke styling um easy everybody knows that okay let rosevoke styling style you for your next event or simply just help you enhance the pieces that you already have in your closet. Wow, style is a choice. Upgrade yours with Rose Vogue Styling. Again, you can get 20% off if you use our code, late night, okay? L-A-T-E-N-I-T-E. -E. Support a black business, okay? Support us. When you support them, you're supporting us, okay? Now let's get back to the show. All right, we talking about it. Unfortunately, we have reached topic number two. Uh, and this is one of the topics where I just be like, I got the hiccup out of nowhere. <laughs> this is one of those topics where um, I know this debate was brought on by the youngins. Excuse me for the hiccup. Of course. Brought on by the youngins. Um, is Drake in 2021 bigger than Michael Jackson? at his peak. This was what uh, the debate that has been sparked. <laughs> These fucking hiccups are killing me right now. That's been a debate that uh, has been sparked over the internet. And I, for one, I'm going to say, I'm not arguing with little, with little kids. Excuse me. I'm, just, I'm not about just to entertain this. Yeah, I'm not about to entertain this. This is not, we, we're not about to have a real discussion about this right now, because this is, this is malarkey. Okay, this is all malarkey. <laughs> yes, this is all malarkey. I'm sounding like an 80-year-old. I am flabbergasted and bamboozled by people actually having this debate right now. You have to remind people, Michael Jackson is known around the world. There is nobody that doesn't know who the fuck Michael Jackson was during his peak time in his artistry. And I... Yes, I, I, I'm a Drake fan to its core. I love all things Drake, but put respect on Michael Jackson's name. You got to do it. You got to do it. Um, it's, it's one of those things where, again, you know this was one of those things where the young ones are like, oh, let's see, who can we take and match Drake up against? Again, I'm not saying Drake is not a great entertainer because he is, and yes, arguably – of the decade, he, oh, he is the biggest entertainer, the biggest musician out here on the earth. I'm not going to take that away from him. However, he's never going to touch uh, the limits or the, the things that Michael Jackson has done uh, from an entertainment standpoint. Even on a business level, he's not even going to be close to it. Oh, of course you, not. You, you got to look at it. Michael Jackson has been doing this since he was a child. Exactly. Let's a sit. In, let's sit in. Let's sit in that real quick. I'm. I'm sorry. I let's just sit in that real quick. Yeah. Michael Jackson used to have stadium concerts with with um, paramedics on demand because women and men were passing the hold on, hold on. fuck this out. Is, 
this is this is that was when he was an adult. Let's let's go back to when he was a child. Let's go back to when he was a child. Because there, I don't know if anyone. I'm sure they might have been passing out, but the amount of little girls that he had chasing after him and and everything, the type of pandemonium that they had around them, like, come on, man, over four decades of being yeah. in the business. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, had Michael not passed away, he probably will still be putting out music right now, which adds on to how much more he will still be shitting on Drake. Don't don't get it twisted. My and, last few albums were still hidden. Yeah, he had a couple. Were, he had a couple songs with J- Justin Bieber. Yeah, banger, uh, banger. Not Justin Bieber. Excuse me. Justin Timberlake. Usher. Yeah. This man had a couple bangers where I was like, damn, bangers. okay. Okay. Yeah. Floor Come some on. Hits. Stop. And it's the man made thriller. All you gotta say is thriller. He's the reason why people are allowed, black people are allowed to play videos on MTV. Yep. It's because of fucking Michael Jackson. And like what you said, niggas was passing out at Michael's concerts. Before Michael even came out, that's how frantic people were. Literally, Michael could just come on stage, just jump out and just be there, just like standing there, not even moving, just breathing, and people would just be, ah! People would be passing the fuck out. And it's just like, oh my God, like, the nigga ain't even done nothing. He's literally just, just standing there. People were smelling and breathing <laughs> in the air that Michael Jackson might have breathed in and decided to pass the fuck out. I want y'all to put that into perspective. This man had a moment where he was quiet for at least five minutes. And people were like, ah, ah, ah. Just passing, people was getting hit with Jerry, he didn't do it, he just came out and just <laughs> turned his head to the side. Jerry Curl Juice was hitting people and they was just like fainting. If that, that's literally how it was. And I gotta think, how mad are you? Because you know them tickets, them tickets cost. And this was back in the 80s and 90s. Them tickets was expensive for like yeah. 80s and 90s. Hell yeah. I would be highly upset with myself that I passed. You didn't even see him. How mad were you when you woke up? And it was like, did I see him? And it was like, no, you're in the ambulance. What? You know? Take me like, back. Take me back. <laughs> oh, yeah, we going back. We going back. Like, nah, fuck this. Like, we are going. I'm taking... The IV out, like I'm, I, I paid in a heartbeat. I'm money. like, I'm is my ticket still money. valid? All right, well, let's go. <laughs> like this man, he made Thriller. He sold over a hundred. What was it? 120 million uh, albums off of one fucking record. Like, come on, man. Like, what, what are we, what are we talking about here? He sold 120 million. The the biggest selling album of all time to this day. Still the biggest selling. No one's ever gonna sell 120 million records. On one album, no one's not gonna do yeah, it. No one's, no one's, no one's discrediting Drake whatsoever. Because again, Drake is that dude. We're giving Drake his flowers, but let's stop it. Let's stop with this by this generational comparison. Because the times are different. There is no, there was no social media. There were blogs, but there was no social media. Okay, leave this, this this narrative alone. Let it be. Let Michael be the greatest motherfucking pop rock artist. Like, let him be. Because he still, ain't nobody surpassed his shit. Also, let it live. 
Also, you got to think of it this way. This is also the social media era. When Mike was doing it, he was doing it when you couldn't see what the fuck was going on. Of course. Like you had to fucking actually buy a ticket. You yep. had to actually call up and request the song. It yeah. wasn't like, okay, I can stream this, and I can stream the song for like a minute, and if I don't like it, I turn it off, and you still get credit for it. It's mm-hmm. not the same thing. Michael's actually out here. Not saying Drake is not working, but the level of work it was to be a star back mm-hmm. then, it was way more difficult to sell records than it is now. Like it just was. Like literally, Michael's out here doing things that people from the age of eleven years old. Again, going back from the jacket, we're spending forty years. Like your grandma. Yo, aunties, uncles can all be like, yeah, I remember Mike as a little kid. And you can remember Mike, too. Yeah, it ain't yeah. that many people that can honestly say in your family from childhood to adulthood when the entire family can say, I know this person. Yeah. You may have people in your family now who be like, yeah, Drake, I know Drake, but you don't know Drake. But, yeah. Oh, that light-skinned dude? Yeah, there's a lot of older people going to say that, oh, the, the Drake boy. You know, but you don't really know him like that. Yeah. the, the You know, the first... The first thing that came to my mind is VH1 playing the Michael Jackson uh, story. Remember that motherfucking uh, documentary bi- biopic with um, Jason Weaver, Weaver when he was a kid? Like, yeah. everybody remembers the shit. Like, come on, you man. You can still quote that movie. All, yeah. Every black person can still. Matter of fact, I was quoting that shit last night. Like you, there's literally chunks of that movie where we can just go back and forth, and you can quote the scenes with folks. Like that is how good that. And every time the movie comes on, you gonna watch it because it's five yeah. hours long. Like you gotta oh, put man. out your entire five day. hours. It's five. It's five fucking hours. You definitely can watch it a little bit. Go do running there and come back, and it's still fucking on. Like that was great a Christmas movie. great movie, Christmas movie, because that's when I found out about the Pepsi incident. The yeah. Pepsi commercial incident. Yeah. You know, how many, this is this is still, st- how, how many times has Angela Bassett played someone's mom? Oh, especially like, especially an, like a musical icon. Like, how many musical icon mothers? She played, uh, didn't she play Biggie's mama? Mm. Uh, didn't she play Tupac's mama too or something? She played, she played a lot of, a lot of people's mamas. Uh, she didn't been a lot of mamas. She was, what, who was, she was Trey's mama in Boys in the Hood. She Black Panther played, Mama. Yeah, Black Panther's Mama. She done played a lot of a lot of quality mamas out here uh, in in these Hollywood movies. You it's know, the truth. <laughs> definitely the truth for sure. But look, but for real, let's and, and everyone who is you know in their thirties, stop arguing with these kids. Stop Lay it to rest. Lay this shit to rest on on social media because you know what? It's just gonna give you a headache. You're not gonna get through to them. They think yeah. Drake runs the world, and that is okay. He yeah. runs their world. But yeah. us, the people who pay bills, you know, the people, you know, whose backs might hurt every now and then when you sneeze, we <laughs> know the truth. We know the truth. We know Drake ain't touching Mike. It, to be truth be told, there's a lot of artists out right now who Drake's still like Madonna, the Rolling Stones. There's a lot of artists out here who have sold some albums. If you really want to talk the princes of Prince. There's so many artists out here who if we're really talking about it. Like, come on now. There's a lot of artists out here. Yeah. Not saying Drake isn't gonna he ain't gonna be on the top ten list of outselling some of these people, 
but there's still a lot of groups out here that you got to be like, okay, bro, Michael, let's set the bar a little bit lower. Like, you know, who's someone that he might be better? I don't know. The Bee Gees? Okay, cool. You know, <laughs> we'll give him the Bee Gees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Michael Jackson? Nah, man. Come The King of Pop? Come on, man. Nah. Nah. Just, nah. On the sale now. I feel like it people is. just want to people just want to talk just to talk to just to have a reason to debate and y'all can keep going with this bullshit but I'm not about to entertain this so not for me these little children like no uh, I, I'm not arguing with anyone uh, that was born after uh, 1995 uh, I'm, I'm not That's gonna fair. do it I might have to move might have to move that that needle a little, I might have to move it, uh, I might say like 90, uh, 92. I was about to know. say 92, yeah. Yeah, it gets a little sketchy right around that 92, 93 uh, point. There's just, just no point. I'm not going to argue, not going to argue with y'all. Uh, I'm just not going to do it. And, and one more thing, look at it this way. From a business standpoint, from a business standpoint, Michael Jackson bought the Beatles catalog. Michael Jackson yeah. owned like Sony, so uh, like a lot of them rapping, a lot of these people's albums that were coming out, Michael Jackson's logo was on the back of those albums. The nigga was getting paid. Mike was a true businessman. Like, true businessman. And he was very petty. You know how many stories they said, like, with Eminem, they said Eminem dissed Michael Jackson. So what did Mike do? He went out and bought Eminem's catalog. So again, he was getting paid every time M was rapping. Mike knew what he was doing. So it's like, I don't think Drake is ever going to get to that get to that level. He just he ain't ever going to be there. He, he's just not. Like, let's put this silly ass uh, debate to rest. Uh, we're going to keep this thing rolling here. Uh, it's time for you niggas is tripping, tripping, tripping. Man. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and start it off since you, yeah, did. Go ahead. you started off real quick. You know, I don't want to talk about this because we all know that right now, if you don't know, the R. Kelly trial is going on right now. And, you know, I try to give it as little attention as possible because we all know this man has done dirty for, you know, over the years or whatnot. But yeah. I had to definitely highlight the fuckery that was happening <laughs> during the trial because this is out of this is out of line right now. Now I know motherfuckers want motherfuckers wanna wanna find a way to stand out and try to get their music known. But apparently one of the, the one of the witnesses and it was on the defense end asked the judge during the trial if he can play his demo reel. Wow. During the trial, there are people out here trying to focus their energy and attention <sighs> into trying to figure out whether or not we should prosecute and put this man into jail for a longer period of time because he's currently being jailed right now. Yeah. But this witness decided... <laughs> decided that his demo was way more important and asked the judge, how do you confidently look at somebody 
and say, hey, my man, do you mind if I play this demo reel for you right now? Like, I understand there are people on the street, on the trains, on the buses, looking at friends and family functions and seriously asking people, yo, you want to play my demo reel? <laughs> we need to know the time and a place to ask about playing your music, playing your shit. That was not the time. Y'all are tripping right now. Y'all need to just chill, okay? <laughs> chill. That was definitely a niggas gonna nig moment. He, he saw an alleyway. He was like, you know what? There's got to be some type of music executive in here. Somebody is gonna be out here just keeping an ear to the street. This is my opportunity. But your honor, I know you got some pressing matters here. I know what the defendant has done has just been just, just wrong and disgusting on so many levels. It is a true tragedy. But you know what can take your mind away from that tragedy? These banging ass beats, nigga, play this demo. Right. <laughs> like, like, I really just, ah, you know, it's just, I want to say sometimes like how, niggas ain't gonna go nig, but they just do. And this, and, and you just if you if you just if you just give give the alley, they're gonna take it. You give them an inch, they're gonna take a mile. This this is a clear example of that. But it's just like, what in your mind just was like, yeah, this is this is the right time to do this. This is the right time. Also, what makes you think the judge wants to hear this? What do you think the judge can do for you? You think the judge is gonna be like, yeah, I know a guy at a death jam. You know, I know a guy at Arista. Like, what do you think is gonna happen here? What do you think is gonna happen? I'm, I, I like, I don't. I'm, I'm starting to believe that aspiring artists are so oblivious to real life. <laughs> they just, they just want to push and push, regardless of where they are. Like. I feel like if somebody was passed out having a heart attack and, and at a restaurant and they just they saw all these people gathering they was like man this is the this is the opportunity of a lifetime right oh, yeah. now to play my music just to keep everybody up you know upbeat and, and positive right now this is this is that like this is this is how uh, desperate some artists are and I understand yeah, you have to be hungry and you have to keep that fight alive definitely. but you have to know the time and the place come on man that's it yeah you you gotta know when and you gotta know when to when to when to do that because like you said like it definitely will be a nigga in the middle of you know heart compressions that will slide his demo in this I know you're trying to save his life right now doing your you know one two three count CPR but you know in between them breaths Listen to this demo. You know, go ahead and get this mixtape. By the way, that's $8. You know, if you want to, you know, make a donation. You know, it's just like, bruh, like, <clears throat> come on. You got to, like, read the room. Read the room, sir. This is not the time nor the place. This, that's You know what's going to happen? This nigga's going to do he, he's probably It's not his first time doing this. This is not his first time doing this. I got a feeling he's gone to funerals. He has probably just been like, you know what? I know y'all um, talking about grandma right now, but she would have wanted y'all to get my mixtape. You know, uh, kids graduation, a hey, little man, I'm proud of you. 
uh, for, you know, completing the first grade, but want all y'all to get my mixtape. You know, this nigga is a notorious, uh, just interrupter. He's he just notorious for just not reading the room. He's notorious uh, for just having, you know, just the worst follow through ever. It's like, sir, like, no, no, time and a place. I mean, we, we they're all there for a particular reason. This man decided, nah, I'm gonna switch it up. Well, you know what? Because just because you know, because I, I might be that type of judge, you know what? I'm like, this case is already just crazy on so many levels. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna allow it. I'm gonna allow it. And if your demo sucks, nigga, you gotta give me a year. I'm, I'm sentencing your ass okay. to a year. If okay. it sucks. I'll be like, that's 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 I'm gonna give him an ultimatum. I'm like, okay, how bad you want this demo to be played? Because obviously you don't take this case seriously. So I'm I'm gonna give you a chance. I'm gonna play your demo. If this demo is trash, you got it's a year. It's a year, my man. Yeah. Yeah. I also I also have a question. Did the attorneys, the defense attorneys, promise the witness? <laughs> They can play his his real his demo tape at the court, and he can get so much exposure if he if he uh, testifies. That's probably what happened. Um, I'm also wondering how does this help R. Kelly? Like, if yeah. what what in this? How does this even help his case? Like, what was like? Okay, you know what? Uh, the deck is really stacked against you, but uh, my man over here, his demo tape got some beats on here. Will you Might do a be feature? Able to get you off. Like, right? Will you do a fuck? feature on it? Like, uh, like, yeah, I have no words. It's just, come on, man. Like, <sighs> there's, there's better ways to get your demo tape out here. You are literally better off going down to the radio station, standing outside and singing, or just waiting for them to come out. You better off getting a sound <sighs> file. You are better off just handing that shit to people walking around downtown <laughs> than going to this trial here and doing that shit. Like, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of that episode uh, when Professor Ogilvy was on Fresh Prince and he was the clown and he uh, he had the bomb and he went down to the court and he was like, oh, I thought uh, I would get on TV and be a star. And the uh, like, you suck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's exactly what this is. This nigga was like, uh, I know I'm going to testify. So drop him a mixtape. Come on. You know what? This actually fits perfect into my unique. It really does. That's what I was about to say. It really does. Another uh, moment of when to read the room of just not knowing what to do. Uh, Those of you that are actually uh, watching uh, the podcast on YouTube, uh, this video is hilarious. For those of you who are listening uh, on our other podcast platform, just listen to what she is saying. They're on a spirit flight. I can only imagine that they have been in the air for quite some time because the lights are off. Everyone is chilling. They have reached cruising altitude when this young lady decided to pull out her Mr. Microphone. Go ahead, Adrian. Hey. I don't know what the hell she is saying. 
but it is hilarious. Just the simple fact that she decided to pull out her own karaoke machine and start rapping one of her songs in the air. It's just like, nigga, what do you niggas be thinking? And I, I, I got so many questions. It was like, you wasted a carry-on bag to put your carry, put your karaoke machine in here. How how far deep into the thought process was it? Like, okay, thirty thousand feet. I'm gonna do it. And you know you're gonna get banned from flying. So I hope this was at least done on your flight back home. I hope this wasn't done <laughs> on your flight out there. Who did you know? Who did she think was on the plane that she was gonna be discovered or find? find a way to to get signed somewhere like on spirit you on a spirit you on a spirit airline buddy i don't see many record executives on spirit like yeah i need her gotta sign her (laughs) you know what's funny she put the microphone out in the air like those niggas was gonna know your song like i know y'all niggas fuck with this sing it and also like what 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 was the response afterwards? Like, that's what I want to see. After she did that, are Ooh. people clapping? Like, like, are people like, hey, you can go sit down now. That was the response. The response was, boo. You know what's crazy, though? I, and again, I'm not going to lie, because I do like a little bit of niggerdom. I do. I do like a little bit of tomfoolery. I probably would have been in my seat like, yeah. I like that. She good. Like, that girl is good. Obviously, I'd have been like, Encore. I need another one. I'm like, just give us another verse. I would be egging her on. I legit would be egging her. I'm like, yo, come over here. I got some bars for you, too. Like, I would be egging her on. I would be her hype man. I'd be like, Split Star out there. I would be hyping her the fuck up. I would. One more. I... I understand people are trying to be creative to try to get their name out to be to get that exposure, but can no. we uh do No, don't don't give her that excuse. Don't give her that excuse. Okay. Just, well <laughs> don't give don't give her that out. I didn't mean to cut you out there, but don't give her that out, Angel. Don't some, do something that. needs to something needs to be done. Like we need help. What happened to SoundCloud? What happened to YouTube? Put your shit on there and stop it. What happened to Twitch? Stop. Stop. You know what it is? You, you're you hurting the general public's feelings by doing some shit that we did not ask for. You know what? Here, here's the real question. Also the question. When did niggas decide that acting up on airplanes was the thing to do? And it ain't just, it ain't just black people. It's, all, it's been a lot of white people too. Like, 2020, 2021 was just like, oh, we ain't been able to fly all 2020, so we acting up. Airports, airplanes, we don't give a damn. We are showing our goddamn ass. I just, I don't understand it. Why up in the air? Why? Why? And, and you know what it is? This, this is definitely a spirit thing, because this don't happen on Delta. This don't happen on United. This is only, a, I feel like niggas just buy the spirit ticket just to act up. It's like, of oh, course. I'm gonna show my ass. I done spent $45 for this ticket and another $125 for my second bag, which cost me the same goddamn price that it would have cost me to fly Delta or United. So I'm gonna show my ass. That's what I'm gonna do. The pilot might not be here, so I'm gonna just rap for y'all. 
Like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm really surprised no one else got up and was rapping with her. I'm really surprised. There's a spirit. I'm surprised there wasn't just like a, a chorus of niggas that just would have got up and just, you know, provided ad libs. I really am. Yeah, I'm shocked. I mean, as long if she doesn't get banned, salute to her. Oh, you know she's getting banned. <laughs> you know, you know, as soon as that flight touched down, they're like, ma'am, you and your karaoke machine come with us. <laughs> yeah, it's feeling a it's feeling a little banny to me. They are. I'm like, please, please, come with us. I, I, again, I just like you wasted a carry on bag <sighs> for a karaoke machine. Like you legit was like, hey, I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him with this one. Imagine if you were the person sitting beside her though. I'm like, yo, what, 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 what you doing? Like, yo, I'm just, oh, oh I'm asleep. I'm, I'm knocked the fuck out sleep. It looked like they was in the air for a minute. It was like a pretty yeah. big plane. So I'm, imagine you on them four hour flights to, you know, Punta Cana or Tulum, and a nigga beside you just. And and you forgot your headphones because there's definitely been mo- there's been moments oh, where I'm on the airplane and I'm like I ain't what where's my oh dang I let me tell you this much I would be suing the fuck out of spirit I'm like nah nigga I need a refund I need a refund I was bad enough I got to deal with pilots not showing up I can't get no peanuts I can't get no high quality beverages. Now I gotta deal with niggas and karaoke machines on these flights. No, I'm like it is just too much stress. I would have PTSD flying spirit. I just I don't think I'd be able to do it. I just can't do it. And that's why that young lady is getting my you niggas is tripping for the week. You get money for a week, you know. Mm-hmm. We got one more ad to get to. Let's pay this last bill. We'll be back for the final topic. Sure. Hey, what's going on, y'all? A lot of y'all hit me up like, Nate, you super chill. You know, you super laid back all the time. Brother, you gotta be on something. Well, y'all are right. I'm off them chummies edibles. And y'all know me. Y'all know I'm a smoker. I don't really mess with the eddies like that. Because let's be real. A lot of them are hit or miss. There's either no juice or you're feeling like a zombie. The good folks over there at chummies, well, they out here trying to change the edible game. And I got to tell you, they got some phenomenal products. They sent me over uh, some of their traditional edibles. And man, them things are hitting. But they don't only got edibles. They got juice. They got uh, your gummies. They got your chocolate bars. Whatever you like, they got it. Y'all, do me a favor. Go over to their Instagram page. It's chummies underscore edibles. And get yourself some good stuff. And when you're out there, you know, filling up your cart, make sure you use that promo code 21chummy. That's right. They rocking with the podcast. And because they rocking with us, they rocking with y'all. So they're going to take care of y'all by giving y'all 10% off of your first order. So again, use that promo code 21chummy to get 10% off your edibles. All right, y'all, let's get back to the podcast. It's the final topic. This is also one of those topics that um, made me squirm. Um, 
made my penis go up inside me. I'm just going to say that. Um, a 15-year-old teen gets a USB uh, cable stuck in his penis um, in an experiment where he tried to measure his length. So you you tried to measure your length of your your Peter, but yep, decided yep, yep. to go the route of inserting inside yep. of your penis. Yep. As the only person on this show that has a penis, <laughs> um, I can say that yes, in my youth, you know, I have partaking in the age-old tradition of measuring to kind of see where you stack up. You know, it, every every male has done this. Typically, most of us um, will use a ruler and uh, we'll measure on the outside. Um, never in my history of being a man, these 34 years of living, have I ever heard of anyone measuring on the inside of it. Nor have I ever thought to ask anyone, hey man, how are you measuring yourself? I just kind of always knew something in me. You know how they always say like, ladies, y'all have like that female intuition. Something in me was just like, this goes on the outside. Base of the penis, all you gotta do, ruler and you good. You see where you stack up. I mean, you know, he was, he was trying to, to me, I felt like he was trying to measure that extra two inches that's inside of y'all. Okay, that's, that's what, but even even so, you know how like when you're when you're trying to measure feet, you always give yourself a little extra foot when you jump. Just take the ruler and just kind of estimate. Like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna add two to that. I'm whatever this is. If you five, add two, you seven. That's just what you got. Just just round up. You know. I just don't get it. And even look at this picture, for those of you who are looking at this on YouTube, this is not your ordinary USB cable from the looks of it. This thing oh, looks no long. Not. And it looks like it's, uh, one point of it looks like it's kind of balled up. Yeah, he this paid extra. Like man, he went to Amazon. This is yeah. not your, this, this is not the USB cable that came with his device. Mm -mm. This is one of them 10-foot Amazon cables. Like, there's <sighs> There's no possible way. And then, so I was reading the story on this. I didn't want to because, it, it, again, it, it was, it was kind of hurting me. He put one end in and just kept kind of pushing it in to see how far to the point it kind of looped itself around. He got both ends in. So just imagine, just go, go with me here, listeners, no sleep crew. He's got the small end of the USB and the big end of the USB. Both ends are hanging out of oh, God. the mushroom, the mushroom cap. Both ends of the USB are just hanging out. Just How do you, this is, but like, also, I like, I want to see that conversation that he had to have with his parents. Like, mom, dad, come. <laughs> let's, let's go back. I want to know the conversation he had to have with himself. Yeah. Like, Google is your friend. There's so many things that he could have done. Okay, you know what? I never measured. I'm 15 years old. You know, never really measured myself. Maybe I'm just go to Google. How do you measure your penis? And I'm sure uh, out of all the several sites that he'll find, not one of them will say put anything inside of your penis. 
and definitely not a USB cable. You know, and 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 so at some point also, what was his pain receptors? Was he not like ow 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 ow? Because I know myself, <sighs> it's a very sensitive area down there. So you know, you 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 sometimes you do a little too much down there. And you got whoa, you know. So you you putting the whole USB cable down there, bro? Like I'm, this I'm has just, to go, this has to go to Ripley's, believe it or not. And so let me ask you this question. So how and you know it was crazy. So you know when he got he, he the, from when I read the story, he asked his parents to leave. He really asked him like, "What were you doing?" So he asked his parents. He felt embarrassed. We so asked him to leave. He told the doctor he was trying to measure himself. So the doctors could not get it out of him. So they had to you know send him to a different hospital. Oh God! You know, this is not something that you're. Uh, your average uh, doctor's equipped to handle. <sighs> People don't just walk in, you know, with charging stations hanging out their dicks, you know. <laughs> just, Excuse just... me, sir. I have a a USB port in my. Uh... <laughs> I was like, I got this uh, power strip in my pants, doc. You know, I can charge phones here. You know, it's it's just it's fucking insane, like. These kids are doomed. They're really doomed. And they say children are the future. This guy is going to grow up to be a president of some type of company. He's going to oh, grow easily. up to be the leader of something. And this is who because he's willing. He's willing to try something new. He's willing to experiment. So he's he's on his way. Clearly, you know what's crazy? I done a lot of dumb shit as a, as a youth. I did a lot of things where my dad was like, "Oh my god, this kid. I just don't know. Like he's he's really kind of dumb." But never to this point. It was never like this. And again, that conversation, who do you think he told first? Well, hey, mom. Was it mom or was it dad? Like, that is just like... It had to be his dad first. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, well, Kathy, we got to take him to the emergency room. <laughs> it's like... Oh, God. Yeah, yo, and, and, so let me ask you this, because, you know, I, I know the story. I read everything. So how do you think they, they got that out? How do you think, what do you think the, the, the surgeon's process was to get this out? I mean, they had to put him to sleep. Do any any guess as to where they uh, cut to get this out or how they removed it? I mean, they had to cut his his little abdomen, his groin area. So that, that's, is that, is that your final answer? You, if yeah. you were surgeon Adrian, we're playing an operation right now. You are going through the groin. I mean, they, not, they might... I, I doubt that they're gonna split going to his the penis. Right, going to the abdomen. His abdomen, yeah. So you went to the abdomen. Okay, okay. Um, is it, so how 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 sure are you of your answer? This is your final answer. You going with the abdomen? That's that's the way I'm going. Okay. They didn't. Okay. They didn't. Don't tell me they cut through his penis. Okay. No. No. They did not. Did not cut through the penis. Uh, for those of you at home that guessed the gooch. You are oh, right. Oh, Lord. They went through his gooch. They had to. <laughs> they split him open like a, uh, like if gooch. he had a baby. They, this is probably the first uh, gooch surgery ever, probably. This is the first removal of a USB, probably in the history of all surgeries. Um, my man forever Ooh. had a scar down there. So any ladies uh, in his adult life that are into gooch play and all. You gonna have an interesting story. So what happened down here? Maybe he learned his lesson. I bet he learned his lesson. <laughs> uh, yeah, not to stick shit up your penis. Like for all, all 
all the young males out here. I'm just going to, as an older male, this is not the way. Learn from this guy here. Learn from him. I got it. I'm sure it was very painful. I'm sure he's in a lot of pain. There's other ways to measure. There's rulers. There's tape measurers. You can even just do the eyeball test. I mean, you could just use a piece of paper. That too. You could use your hand. Just be like, okay, a pencil, a, a, a remote control. There's many things that you can use. Don't insert any of these in. Don't do that. I blame the parents, but go ahead. Oh yeah, you know what? This 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 falls back in line of not teaching your children, you know, proper sexual education, them knowing their bodies and stuff. Because if you taught your children, um, you know, how to be comfortable with themselves, or how to bring these type of topics to you, you wouldn't have to have these conversations of, hey, son, don't put a fucking USB cable up your penis. Um, and I just, just this is this is also it just makes me think when you know when they always say girls are smarter than boys. I wholeheartedly believe it. I wholeheartedly believe it because I don't think there's a woman out here who would stick a USB cable up her ass or up her vagina. I just don't. I feel like y'all have more common sense. Is it a that. vibrating USB? Exactly. And I was like, bro, there's nothing. I just yeah, and, and you know what. Hey, as long as he's out here safe, Gooch is going to heal up just fine. He got a story to tell when he get older, so. I hope he never tells anyone that story. Like, that is one of the stories. You have to take that to your grave. Because what's going to happen, your wife, your girl going to be like, you know what? I got to be the one woman in the world married to the dumbass dude that stuck a USB cable up his fucking penis. I got to be married to this idiot here. Every time you do something stupid, she's always going to bring that up. Always going to bring it up. Good point. And your family, too. Your family, like, every year for Christmas, you're getting USB cables. I am getting you USB. I am just, every year, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you some industrial size, like some big ones. I'm like, huh, can't fit these in your dick. I am definitely going to, I'm rubbing it in. Like, I'm just going to be an asshole. Like, yeah. I'm changing your name on my phone to USB. USB boy. Like, I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, that's just a whole new level of, and even imagine that insurance plan. Like, I, I feel like the, those doctors went home and was like, hey, honey, I got a good one for you tonight. He was like, some kid got a USB cable stuck in his penis. Like, <laughs> just do better, y'all. Y'all just do better, youth. Do better. Do better. It's, I hate to I hate to really end on on this, but uh, that's just you know just the way the way it happens sometimes. You know sometimes we end on stupidity, and that yeah, we kid do. It's just done. Just done. Episode forty. Trey has came to an end. Again, shout out to the No Sleep Crew. We appreciate you. Uh, for checking in again, like, subscribe on all of your podcast platforms. What you got for the good people out here, Boogie? I mean, you said what it, what's all needed to say. Let's keep this thing going. Let's keep it rolling. We're doing a lot of things. More things to come. Let's Big keep old this movement thing. going. Again, tell a friend, tell a friend. Episode 44 coming up next. Again, you've learned nothing from today. Again, remember, do that. Do not take two hundred feet. Do not do it. Again, I 
Thank you, boy.